You are listening to the Indie Game Development Podcast Show, sponsored by Curiosoft Kids Games and the letter E. Visit the Indie Game Development Podcast site at www.indiegamepod.com. Thanks again for listening to the show. This interview is inspired by a quick meetup at the Game Developers Conference. Uh, I'm here at GDC, and with me are two indie game developers. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Lucas Meyer. I'm a freelance game developer, and uh, next to me is Chris Pelling, um, also an indie game uh, developer. What types of indie games do you guys develop? Well, uh, I've, in the past few years, mostly uh, developed uh, retail titles. Uh, with a team of uh, three or four, it's me together with the guys at uh, Artplant, and uh, we take roughly like eight or nine months per game uh, with three or four people, and uh, uh, yeah, and we've been doing that for the last four or five years or something, and uh, we really like it. Are you thinking of staying in retail? I mean, there's this whole trend, supposedly, of digital distribution. Is it is it something that you guys consider? Um, yes, I. Th- it is very likely that the game that we are selling at GDC, at this GDC, is going to be our last retail title, or at least the last title that we make that's that is predominantly retail. And even the even the title we're doing right now is also available as a downloadable and as a game that plays in web browser, so we're definitely also feeling the oh my god, we're not going to make retail games anymore vibe uh, that's hanging around this conference lately. Sure. Um, can you guys, are you guys thinking of other things that actually leverage the internet as a platform? So it's not just about single player, it's not about single player games on the internet, but it's about MMOs or are you guys looking into that kind of stuff? Um, we're look. I mean, the online games can mean so much stuff. Like it could be a downloadable that you play against other people. For other people, it means like a flash game. Uh, we are looking at most of that. We're we're like I guess everybody is looking at stuff like uh, RuneScape and Plug Club Penguin and looking at oh my God, look at all the look at all the people playing those games. We got to do something like that as well. Uh, so naturally, we are. I mean, uh, so us included, we're also looking at that. Uh, but also at uh, at sites like uh, Shockwave.com and Congregate and just uh, in-browser games are uh, are also a market that we're really uh, interested in. Cool. Um, when you talk about in-browser games, are you talking about stuff done in Flash or PHP stuff? Uh, we actually develop a lot of stuff for the Shockwave player. Uh, so that is, uh, those are mostly uh, 3D action games or 3D adventure games. Um, and and naturally, a lot of other people are making are making content in Flash, which is also great. Uh, so, but since we mostly are a 3D uh, game studio, uh, we mo- we mostly target the Shockwave player. Aside from 3D, does Shockwave really offer a lot of benefits over Flash? It, it seems like Flash has become the predominant platform for like small small indie games on the web. It is. It. Uh, I mean, you really have to pick your technology on what you what you want to do. Or I mean, you could also do it the other way around. Uh, unfortunately, I also have to realize that if if you do not have to do 3D, that Flash is just a better option than Shockwave. Uh, I mean, years ago, you, people said, well, yeah, but you could do video in Shockwave, and, you can, and it's faster, and ActionScript is slow, but the Flash caught up with all that stuff. It has the video, it has the, it has lightning fast. I'm going to introduce 3D, too. 
Uh, you know more than I do. Uh, I, I was at the Adobe Press Breakfast this morning where they announced Director 11, which is a tool that uh, generates shockwave content. Um, I know there's a lot of people messing around with 3D and Flash, uh, like the paper fishing guys. Yeah. But uh, which, 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 by the, the by the definition, is indeed 3D and Flash. Uh, but it is uh, it is guys using ActionScript to do actually the 3D transformations, which is horribly slow. So they're not yet they're not yet really using uh, 3D hardware to be able to do their 3D. Uh, but it's, uh, I, w I would definitely not be surprised if Adobe would at one point add a 3D engine to Flash, which would, uh, which would really uh, rock my day. <laughs> nice. Um, what are your favorite indie games online? I, you know, the guys... In retail. Uh, I, it's, a really <laughs> it's a really embarrassing question, actually, for me, because the, I, I hardly play any games. Okay. It's whenever, whenever we develop games and like my game designer tells me like, yeah, well, uh, I want it to be a bit more like in Zelda. And I would always be like, uh, could you like show me a trailer of that game? Like whenever they use a game as an example, I sort of realize it. So yeah, I, 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 I think Line Rider is a stroke of genius. And there was this game uh, recently I'm not sure if it if it got published, but it's on YouTube where you draw like crayon yeah, yeah, physics yeah, yeah, or something. Exactly. I totally saw that. That that is just a, I think that's just a stroke of yes. genius. I hope that guy. That was makes, huge, actually. I hope that guy makes a shitload of money of that game because it's uh, it's uh, it, it's it's really I I think that is really. Uh, yeah, Line Rider. No, 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 well, no, Line Rider is innovative game as well, okay. but there's also I think it's called crayon physics. Oh really? Oh. Physics. Yes, yeah. it's in the IG. This year. Okay. Um, yeah, so check it out. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm done with you now. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, can you? Oh. Okay. Welcome to. Uh, I'm at GDC. Uh, with me is another indie game developer. How about you introduce yourself? Hi. I'm Chris Pelling. Uh, my company name is Inventive Dingo, and I've made Mayhem Intergalactic, which is at the student showcase of the Independent Games Festival this year. Nice. Uh, what type of game is it? It's a turn-based strategy game. It's set in space. It's very streamlined, uh, very simple. There's only one type of ship. You have lots of planets, and all you do really is just produce ships of planets, which happens automatically, and then you move the ships from planet to planet to take over the entire map. Um, can you talk about the development process of this? Um, did you do any special prototyping or anything different? Uh, interesting story about that. It was actually prototyped in a very little-known um, game development system called Beyond. That's B-Y-O-N-D, just to be confusing. And um, so I prototyped it in this, this thing, and I put it on the net, and some people played it, and they really, really liked it. And a little while after that, I sort of started thinking that I really wanted to start getting into this for money, because the prototype was free. And so I thought, well, what game can I make? What's the, most, what's the best game, the most popular game that I've made? And it was this. So I, um, I deleted that one off the web, being, you know, very tight-ass about it, because, you know, I want people to buy the new one. And I started making the new one, and um, I thought, oh, yeah, you know, after about three months, the game was done. And I mean done in, you know, quotes. Um, and it took about another 18 months after that for it to actually be worth selling, and that was about six months ago. So it's been selling for six months. Okay. 
Um, during that time, did you, uh, the people who initially played the game, I mean, were they in a community or in a forum that where you could like bounce ideas off of them and test stuff? The prototype was. The prototype was in this whole community. It's beyond.com, again, B-Y-O-N-D.com. Um, they were really helpful. Yeah, I got some people from there to beta test the new version, the downloadable version, and um, it, it was kind of great to have that community. Um, although, since I've been getting into the sort of indie downloadable games kind of space, I've been losing contact with them, and that means, you know, they're not, not so much invested in the development anymore. Uh, do you have other people, like, on maybe your forums who help you co-develop your game? Um, I don't really have any forums. It's something I'm looking to develop. It's the community around my games. Um, I have contractors, you know, who I audio out to and that sort of thing. Sure. Um, you talked about, you know, it was done, quote, done in three months, but then it took 18 months to actually get it done. Um, can you talk about why it took that long and some of the issues that you encountered that maybe you wish you would have known beforehand to save you time? Mm, good question. Well, um, the three months done is sort of like very, very rough. A lot of the features weren't actually there. I felt like it was a done playable game, but then I took a step back and I looked at it and I realized, okay, there's all these hacks in the code. It's all very messy. There's a lot of things which are not smooth. You kind of need to know how to play the game before you can play the game. And so it was in the process of over 18 months of just going through step by step, fixing each part of the game one by one, fixing the bugs, fixing the bugs that were resulted from fixing bugs. And um, of course, I was actually doing this while at university. So I'm a student at the Australian National University. And um, so that meant that there were huge blocks of time during term where I had to focus on class and I couldn't work on the game. So I say 18 months, but really I wasn't working on it all that time. Um, the three initial months were just during a period of, of holidays. Now that it's released, um, what are your goals and how are you marketing this game? Well, um, I've just recently released an update, which is sort of a major milestone for me, because um, I've been updating the game. I haven't you know, released it and then said, okay, draw, drawn a line under it and said, that's it. I'm, going, I'm developing it more and more and more as time goes on. So a major update out recently, just before GDC, just a few days ago, in fact. So now I'm sort of at GDC, figuring out what I'm going to do next. And I think what I'm going to do next is work on the game a little bit more. Some stuff I want to do. I want to put it to Mac, this kind of thing. After that, I'm going to start moving on to other games, and in particular Flash games, because I think there's a long period that I've been working on this game. And I've got seriously burned out several times. I'm burned out right at the moment. It's been a long, arduous process. And Somewhere along the line, the fun went out of making games. I used to just mess around making games free, and that was really, really fun. That's all I did. I didn't expect any profit from it. Now I'm making a downloadable game. It's 19.95 US dollars. You know, you go into the form and you enter your credit card details and you signed up. And there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to deal with if you're accepting payments, even if you're farming out the credit card stuff to someone else. You know, there'll be bugs in your system that you have to fix. There'll be customer support. There'll be patches. There'll be all this kind of stuff, and having it downloadable and paid for up front with the try-by model, it just adds so much stuff. And I find that I'm not making games anymore. I'm fixing bugs. I'm doing customer support. That's not making a game. There's nothing to do with making a game. I don't want to be doing that. It's boring. It's crap. But you can't outsource it because it's important that it's done by the developer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into Flash games, and I'm thinking either just screw it, make it free and I'll get a real job, 
or maybe looking to add supported. Sure. Yeah, the add support model, I mean, what do you think about that? Is that something that you're really looking towards, or do you think it's just going to be the same as downloadable? Well, I used to be really down on it, um, quite recently, in fact. I was thinking, you know, as a consumer, I hate ads. I really do. I go to extraordinary lengths to block them out. Um, so it's sort of like, I've done this great big about face, like why am I putting ads, thinking about putting ads in games that I make. And the reason is it's a revenue stream which is so much easier for everyone involved. Uh, people don't have to whip out their credit card. I need to bother out accepting credit card. I don't to keep track of who's registered the game so I can send updates to them. Um, it's, and I don't need to sort of worry about conversion rates and piracy and this sort of stuff. It's just so much simpler. People go to the page the advertiser pays you some money and the player doesn't even have to think about the money. They can block the ads if they want. You know, I don't really care. Uh, and oh, finish what you're No, I'm not finished. Um, what are your favorite indie games? Ah, uh, yes. Um, I'm going to put in a huge plug here for Aquaria, which I actually just bought. It is the most beautiful game I have ever seen. You know, big props to Bitblot. Amazing game. Aquaria, go buy it now. You know, I, I'm not being paid to plug it, it's just awesome. Um, other games I've bought in the past include Starscape, uh, Moonpods, doing some really good stuff. And, you know, there was another game I was going to mention, but it's fallen out of my head. Sure. Uh, do you have any last uh, suggestions for indie game developers who are going to make a game, their first game? If you're making your first game, yeah. Um, it's going to take a lot longer than you think. It's tough. It's hard. You will get burned out. It will suck. You will feel like quitting. Keep at it. Or, if you don't think that you should keep at it, then, you know, maybe something else. Like, I don't want to dis discourage anyone. If games is what you want to do, then do it. If it's not what, if it's not what you want to do, then why the fuck it? Thanks for your time. <laughs> Thank you.